Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of One Giant Shit Show. As always, I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast and still ask, how the fuck did you get this far? As always, I'm Mahan, the jerk who at least tries to tell the truth most of the time. And then there's my co-host, Fatima. And we have another guest. I'm going to let them introduce themselves a bit. And then we get to the juicy. It's, this episode is going to be actually one of my favorites. It's going to be a very juicy episode. Fatima, go on. Existence is pain. Why do you have to always start with this, this dark kind of shit? They know we are all depressed here. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling these days. Existence is pain. Everything is pain. Welcome to my life. Join the club. Join the club. Meetings on Tuesdays. Bring cookies. Jeez. Hi, people who listen to One Giant Shit Show. Friends. Damn. Mom, people people actually listen to this. This is I crazy. Know, right? <laughs> this is fun. Thank you. Well, yeah. Hi, I'm Fatima, a certified nerd and the part-time bitch of the Middle East. And I'm very happy to be here. I'm not. I'm going to insert some cricket voices. Weird as always. Okay, okay. That's enough of that. <laughs> okay, we have a guest here. He's one one of my best friends even if not my best friend here in Hungary. Um, he's basically, we used to say that he's basically me, but German, plus, hashtag Hungarian? Oh, slash Hungarian. Mark, how are you doing, man? Yeah, um, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And um, I'm excited. That's it? Nothing else? That's fine. That's kind of it. So uh, probably you can already read the title. So... Uh, I watched um, at least two seasons of The Walking Dead five years ago, so I think I'm more than qualified to talk about this with you. So, looking forward. I would, I would testify to that. Yes, you are. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay, first of all, let me start this year. Let me give you them an intro for this episode. This episode is basically a hypothetical situation that uh, which one of us is going to survive a kind of, you know, an apocalypse or even purge, if you like, if you're into that kind of shit. And when me and Fatima came up with this episode, we talked about, hmm, me and you are kind of like savage people. Like, we will probably say, why? Let's find someone who is uh, um, basically a pussy. And um, we thought about, uh, well, I'm kidding, not a pussy, like someone with morals who would like... You mean a pussy. That's basically what. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wanted to sugarcoat it, but yeah, I can. And the first one that popped into my mind was Mark. So today we're going to talk about how and if each one of us will survive these kind of situations. So which one do you want to go first? Oh, no, first of all, if, if it's purge, yeah, I'm killing both of you. Like, definitely. I, I don't know. Like, let's set some ground situation i really wanted to be purged because i really like that idea of purging that like for 24 hours absolutely everything is allowed isn't it 12 
or is it 24? I think it's 24. Well, I like your preparation for it. <laughs> I know you're really familiar with the scenario. I mean, so... I live in the Middle East. What are you expecting? <laughs> let's let's just say it's one day, nice. 24 yeah. hours. No, or no, is it, is it? Okay, so let's start. Let's start with the purge. First of all, do you guys actually? What do you think about the idea of the purge? You know, the idea is that they, you know, cleanse the sins of their whole year in one night. They do whatever the fuck they want. What do you think about it? I think it's stupid. I don't really believe that just because you go full nuts and psychopath for one night, that means you're going to be totally normal and behave as a normal mortal human being for the rest of the year. Like, why? <laughs> Just why would you do that if you have like, oh, okay, yeah, no, okay, the rest of the day I'm going to be like super normal and just a great, amazing person and then I'm just going to go full psychopath and murder my neighbor. Like, isn't that something? Yeah, I agree. I agree with Mark on this one. It's way better to like let out the anger or any frustration you have on like a daily or weekly basis rather than going full nuts once a year like it's also it's also there i i once watched a video youtube video on this so i'm kind of an expert on that topic <laughs> <See>. uh, <laughs> sorry uh, i was just coughing the, 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 the theory behind this is kind of catharsis Meaning, so once you let out all the negative energy, you're going to be fully recovered and healed, which is kind of the idea of the purge. But there is no scientific evidence showing that that this also goes for aggressive behavior. Yeah, exactly. Like What just... causes that aggressive behavior? Most of the human behavior, like the very um, influential factor of it is actually the environment. So even if you're allowed to uh, like go bonkers, once a year you're still gonna be back in the environment you were before so like the the factors that cause the anger and uh, anger and the frustration are not eliminated so exactly wow. like and what kind of coping mechanism do you learn like when once a year you can just do whatever you want and then the rest of the year okay, if something bad happens Fuck, today I'm not allowed to murder my neighbor. That's, okay. that's fucked up. So what am I going to do I have do two now? points to yeah. say here. One, first of all, I feel very, very bad and awkward for the guy that fails. Like, for example, you want to kill your neighbor and you fail. And tomorrow you got to go with them and have brunch. First of all, that's my first point. And the second one, is it weird that that's a movie about killing, but I actually came up with a way to make a lot of money that night because okay let me ask you a question how would you make money out of perch kill my neighbor without without killing no 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 without killing because you know your neighbors will have protection all the banks will be sealed off so you know robbing is not an option so let me ask you think what do you think is the best way to make money out off of perch without killing anyone first off shout out to my neighbor who i just mentioned three times that i want to kill but i would kill or i wouldn't kill <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, well, good, good question, Mahan. Um, how would you like? You would probably, um, if there's a company, maybe you would invest in stocks, right? Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I would invest in bitcoins. That's probably the way I would go for because you never know, right? <laughs> That's a bit dumb, but okay. Uh, so. 
No, no, no problem. Well, <laughs> no, uh, I honestly, think... to the answer of your first question, I think it should be a part of the purge rule set that if you fail to kill someone on the purge day, you just, it's like Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. It's like you you have to leave it all behind. So next morning, you're going to be like, Barbara, hi, want to grab coffee? Exactly. Like, yeah. And, and for the know. second question, well, I know that the banks are sealed and everything. I would like create a series of tests to try to mentally figure out people who really don't want to participate in Purge. And like make a safe a space for them on the purge day and purge night. But like they have to pay some sort of a rent every month for that one night. That's that's actually not a bad idea. It actually was introduced in the original movie. There were companies that offered protection services, like very fancy alarms or shit uh, for a person. But hey, what movie are you talking about? Purge movie oh it's fine okay if we are just talking about the hypothetical scenario it's obvious that none of us have the complete survival well, only kit. Speak yeah. for yourself, please. But, so, but, but yeah you watched the two I, hour I clip any bitch. purge movie so. <laughs> oh god but i have my hormones true but Think bigger. We are all medical students, right? What do you? What can you find in the streets on purge night? What's what can be easily found? Blood. Okay, your clothes. What else? Dead bodies. Yes, exactly. Dead dead bodies, right? Oh, you would start a funeral company. That would actually make. Sense. Oh my god, you're that thinking would, too think little, bro. Look, uh, every human body or intact will sell about 300 grand 200 or 300 grand on the black market and what is abundant in the streets bodies i would just get an armored ambulance and uh, i don't know uh, take about 10 bodies every purge year and make three million dollars easy because also black market is legal on purge night so three million dollars easy yeah but it would be really hard to find an intact body on purge night oh usually people just stab or shoot one another True. so they yeah. should be intact not everyone is a psychopath but one 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 question for this one day if the whole world goes nuts who would be like huh you know i really need a new kidney let's buy one right now right while my neighbor is just no, no, trying don't, to hit me with a chainsaw. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you can sell it to them, but after the purge day, it would be illegal again, but you get the money that night. Like, that's not your responsibility anymore. Like, and, and actually, there are a lot of people that would may, uh, that would pay money. Do you know how long the, uh, <laughs> the, the lists are in hospitals for, like, organs? Yeah, you, obviously you do. That's what I'm saying. That's the most profitable and least violent way to make money. I mean, excluding the way that it would be kind of suck for the families left behind of the people you would just like reduce to their organs. Um, that's like true, really but it's purge night, baby. Scenario. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, I think they regarding our yeah. like situation. This hypothetical purge situation. Let's say it's 
like, do we have, like, distance problem? Like, people who live in other cities? Like, can we have this, uh, like, society that we're doing the purge in being, like, the whole planet is one city? You know, like, I want to reduce it to, uh, like, ooh, I want to do this felony, but, like, it's only, like, I can only do it in Paris, you know what you know what i'm talking about it's like i want i want all the like geographical barriers to be gone in this hypothetical oh shit so you want to purge internationally yes, yes, okay yes I, I i admire your hustle i admire your hustle jesus i didn't know my fr- friends were such psychopaths but okay okay like no i have when i have to stab someone i have to do it under the eiffel tower like i'm a, i'm not going to kill anyone in the ghetto it has to be romantic, like a fucking movie. Yeah, I like your thinking. You need, you need to have, you need to have class. You know, you're not, you're not an unhuman. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, you're not you know, uncultured. I'm not uncultured swine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so that was a good thing. But let me ask you one question, and then we move on to the next scenario. Okay, between the three of us, who will be the first one to die? Maha, because he's my neighbor. No, I must say Mark because not only are you a bit of a very you have a soft soul. I'm trying to be delicate here. Uh, I did judo for two and a half years with interruptions, so I mean, who are we talking about? Yeah. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you do put up with me. That's a very, very high. Oh, I can fall very, very accurately. Like I will not get injured by falling from any distance more than one at least uh, under one meter when someone stabs you i don't think falling would help i can i can have an argument with yeah exactly and that is exactly why you're going to die first my friend why would you stay stab me if you could also stab yourself thinking about the crushing emptiness of life Uh, you know something like that and then I would run. Oh, I actually, I actually can, yeah, I can reflect on that a little. If during this purge twenty-four hour, I have been able to do whatever I wanted to do, and like you guys are still alive, but I'm like, okay, I purged the things that I wanted. I would just go stand in front of someone and let them shoot me, because I don't mind dying. Like I'm done. The, mo- the biggest, the biggest felony I ever wanted to do is done. I can die now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was a bit dark for our... You seem weirdly calm about that. Yes. Like, you really thought about that. You want that. help? You... What, do you want to talk? Like, <laughs> I'm a bit worried now. Like, do you want to talk, darling? Existence is pain. You, you know what I once read? Like, um, actually, in the UK, suicide, there was a crime. on su- uh, Suicide was a crime. And there was a death penalty on suicide. <laughs> so if you were caught committing suicide, they actually killed you. Which, I mean, like, like yeah. think about just just imagine like you try to kill yourself with pills and magically survive, and someone comes in the door. Yeah, I know you survived, but you committed a crime, so we gonna have to kill you. Like, yeah, come on. And yeah. they're like, yes, take me, bitch, take me. Yeah, but like, but here's the thing. Have you ever thought about what you would do if you had the purge opportunity? Yes. Oh, should I, I, re- I answer too I re- fast? I really... <laughs> no, because I really want to hear what you would do 
if there was a purge going on. Like, I want you to answer. Did that take out that gunk from inside your guts and, like, tell me? Bro, I what answered already. I answered you would really do this organ. You just said market. yes. Wow, that's, I mean, creative. <laughs> no, I don't, I won't kill anyone, but I would take my time torturing some people. Mark, looking at you, bitch. <laughs> I have this really creepy, and to me, I feel like it's really cool. These are the things that I would do if I had a purge opportunity. I find uh, ruining the, like, you know, the wheels, the tires of a car, but a piece of glass, so satisfying. I would just go around and stab cars with pieces of glass. It's so weird. Like, I can do it right now, but, like, I will get in trouble for it. I just I just feel like that would be so cool. And also, I have this thing. Look, if you made, if you cut somebody open and you made that incision inside their stomach and you put your hand inside the stomach all the way up, you should be able to take out your fingers from their mouth. What? Technically, if you want to do that, you have to like puncture, <laughs> puncture the esophagus. I mean, yeah, it will probably rip out because I mean, my hand's diameter is very, way bigger than esophagus. Yeah, exactly. And ooh, I will, God damn it, I would get a gun. I, we really needed to do this episode. I I have a lot of bottled rage, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> this is getting a bit scary. Kicking, kicking a bag two hours a day is not enough apparently uh i would get a gun and i would shoot the four limbs of my ex so like he doesn't die instantly he dies with all the suffering and pain he can endure and like i would get a tweezer and take out like I would I would find I, I'm probably going to need like half an hour or something for this. I would find a little a, a relatively safe place and take his bleeding body there. And I would get a tweezer and I would take out every single hair on his head one by one. Okay. I hate that man so much. Oh my god, please, God, let there be a purge. I really need to do Shout this. Shout out to Fatima's ex on, on this occasion. So, um, it's funny, you, you actually sound exactly like my cat, just without weapons, because my cat once did exactly the same thing with the lizard. Like, I know cats are psychopaths, that's totally normal, but my cat caught a living lizard and bit off all of their limbs, so the living lizard was just lying there. And then they, she just walked away. Like, that, that, that was it. Like, um, I think cats, what, what would cats do during Purge? They would just be normal. <laughs> Are we not going to talk about what just happened? I do not know whether to call a psychiatrist or the police or give you better ways to kill them. Actually, that's not enough torture. I know better ways. Half an hour is nothing. You can go for hours. 
Yeah, but like I want to purge other people as well. I just don't. I, I don't want to stop at him. So I need time. You know, there is a way called. Uh, there is actually a way of torture or killing. Anyway, it's called a thousand cuts. It's basically one thousand surgical cuts in which the victim will not die and will suffer the whole day. That sounds so beautiful. So. I think this is a point where I'm not going to shout out my parents because I think it's oh, yeah, better definitely. they're not if listening my parents to this. Figure out I have this podcast. They're going to disown yeah. me. Yes, Abe. If if the police ever asked, I had no idea about Fatima's mental state. I I it's knew fine. nothing. Also, I would do one thing, one more thing. Have you watched Rick and Morty? That episode when the Galactic Federation is like taking over all the galaxies, and Rick's out of the prison, and what he does to like take out the Federation is to take their currency. Mm, like having the value of one to zero, I would do that to like any country that I can, because a lot of people will go with this mind mindset or Mahan's mindset that like, we're going to create this space of, I don't know, gathering bodies or creating safe spaces so we can get money from it. And um, like, I would, I would get the value from one to zero and make it um, irreversible. And that would be so fun, and we would we would have a purge all year long until all the seven and a half billion of us have finally killed each other. Or why didn't I think of this before? On the purge day, because the geographic barriers are gone, right? I would go to every single missile center on the planet. And I will set them all on 8 p.m. because it's my favorite time of the day. I don't know why it's cool. And all of them, all of the nuclear weapons would go out 8 p.m. on the purge day. We would all die. Mark, what's the police number in Hungary? The first number? The police number. (laughs) It's the same everywhere in Europe. It's 112. 112. It's no no reason, right? It's just it was just a random idea of you. Wait, right? wait, wait. Yo, there's this crazy girl trying to kill all of us. Get her. Please. Please, I don't want to die. Come on. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, so these are typical generic girly ideas, I guess. <laughs> wow, what kind of fucked up girls have you been hanging around? Like, what do you think we do? What do you think we talk about when we have sleepovers? What do you think we talk about when we go to the bathroom together? Ah, uh, now everything makes cocaine. Sense. Everything well, makes aside sense. from cocaine, we talk about these two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting topic, which I kind of regret choosing because, well, this. Imagine, imagine yeah. going to sleep though at a purge night and then waking up in a classless society because there was an actual revolution happening, changing the whole political system, and every human being would agree on okay, let's not do this again and maybe be kind to each other. That would be something. 
that's that's amazing <laughs> bro but but you are the only one who would like that's i love you and all but you're the only one who would say that here we are talking about what we're gonna do making money killing people and then you come in and say hmm maybe a revolution would happen the political things will change and that is why my friend you are the first one to die now that you we killed you off fatima who do you think will survive longer me or you you because as i said when i'm done i will deliberately kill myself maybe i'll ask you to kill me yeah maybe i'll give you on the perch night when i'm done like before that 8 p.m missile going off uh i will call you at like 7 45 ish and tell you where i am so you can just like shut yeah, shoot yeah. the bullet in my head yeah that's a good idea like me i'm picking up bodies for my you know business and then suddenly i get a call hey mohan yo yeah bring me out i have an extra three thousand three hundred thousand dollars for you i'm like bit i'm coming you know i will kill you and it will be fine okay let's move on to another topic because i have two topics for today apocalypse right like i'm gonna ask you all do you have any survival skills like honestly as i said i did judo <laughs> so i mean i'm i'm basically a pro i would say um i also i also i'm, I'm able to swim mm. very shittily very very shittily that that's absolutely true and um And I'm a white heterosexual cis man. That that helps every single time with everything. So why shouldn't it also help in the apocalypse? True. As much as I would, I wouldn't like to admit it. That's that's true. That's unfortunately true. Yeah, I can make yeah. fire. Same. Can you make fire, Mark? If I have a lighter, sure. Yeah. Again, I still believe you're gonna die first. Well, I don't know. It depends, honestly, it depends on the scenario. Like, it really depends on the scenario. Like, the, the the only scenario in which I will die first is the Hunger Games. Because I will be that idiot who will go... No, no, I will be that idiot who only goes to the weapons. You know, that's the only scenario that I will die first. Oh, yeah. Also, I have this creepy thing that I figured out when I was in middle school, when we went hiking in some forest. I can smell water. Like, by smell, I can tell where some sort of a river or stream or like a puddle is. It's it's so weird. My mom figured it wow. out. apparently i can tell i haven't tested it that much we haven't been hiking in unknown places that much but i really actually i really want to test it when this whole uh quarantine bullshit is over my mom is pretty sure that i can smell water so that's that's cool i think in an apocalypse it would be helpful yeah actually i'm taking you with me Also, I wouldn't like to survive. I wouldn't like to survive it again. If it's an apocalypse, if somebody has the opportunity, uh, kill me. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm very tired. It's amazing. Thank like you. Jesus, I'm, I'm stuck here with a suicidal woman and a moral, political person. You guys are gonna die. Like seriously, Jesus. Well, I don't know what you mean by moral person. Or I, that's. kind of a question of definition i guess but um yeah jo jokes aside i i once read something that talking about suicide in general is only encouraging other people who are having tendencies so if you are actually listening to this and 
have struggle with your mental health, please find pro professional help and stop listening to this fucking podcast. Like, what are, what are you doing here? That's probably not the best thing you should consume now. And as long oh, as there yeah, is definitely. not an actual apocalypse happening. Uh, How do you know? But, well, I mean, it's only a global Also, pandemic, know so. that if you come to me with suicidal tendencies and mental health problems, because I am not 100% certified, but, well, I am a medical student, so I vouch for that. I will talk you off it. Because all of you should be alive for the perch day 8 p.m. But exactly, no one's gonna kill yourself again unless it's us. unless there is a global perch. Then it's of course that yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You can you can come to me for help. I will help you gladly. The only person who doesn't deserve help is me, and that's just because oh, I don't want it. Like totally, it's just because I don't want totally it. Totally healthy behavior and <laughs> so, well, exactly, bro. Like suicide. It's, it's a very touchy subject, but the thing is that, as Mark said, if you are, if you do are, uh, do have tendencies, please stop listening because, well, it's only going to get worse from here. Like, this is not a good place. We are all mentally damaged here. Like, yes, yeah, seriously, it is. Yeah. It, we are leaning on the comedic and hypothetical and creative sides. Uh, we all have dealt dealt with mental issues of course but we're not we're not really looking forward the purge except 8 p.m but still uh, yeah this is way more comedic than our brains would actually be please take care Mahan, yeah. Mahan is a businessman so he really thought this through so <laughs> let me speak for yourself so anyway apocalypse let's make a great happy transition from this uh, topic yeah <laughs> Okay, let's make a transition from apocalypse to zombie apocalypse. That's a happy transition. That's yeah. my first question. My first question, who would you like to be accompanied with if you have a zombie apocalypse? Anyone. Not Mark. No, because we're going to like, I'm going to go, like we see a zombie, I'm trying to kill it. And Mark is going to be like, maybe he has a family. Maybe he can be saved. Like, bitch, let me kill that to bitch. A zombie? No, that's not true. I wouldn't defend a zombie. Unless he's really cute. Oh my God. Cute little zombie. How can you kill somebody who's cute? That's it's not what. What if, what if it's a little girl and she has been bitten? Okay. Sure, kill that bitch, as long as we don't have a... Okay, thank God. What's going on, yeah. One other reason I wouldn't take Mark, because if we have a clan together, because Mark, I, I kid a lot, but Mark is actually a very resourceful person, and he will help me a lot if we have, like, a clan thing together. So does Fatima. But the difference between them is that Mark is going to invite everyone he sees, like every alive person. Come on, come on, join us, not considering that they will kill us in our sleep. That's my problem, and you're not suspicious enough. You are not paranoid enough for the apocalypse. People are inherently good, always. Every no, no, that's not true. No. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, man, bruh, like, I know you're kidding, but Jesus, like, this, this came from, I swear, this came from a series. I don't know if their information is credible. Probably not, but it was a medical series. So, you know, we can always trust that. That sounds like a credible source then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds a credible source to me. They said that... Uh, I actually wanted to check it, check this out, but I couldn't find an article. But I, honestly, I didn't check enough. The part in our brain 
that uh, forces us, not encourages us to do bad things, you know, being selfish, surviving the instinct is older than the part in our brain that, you know, lights up or encourages us to do like, you know, good things, being selfless. So basically, evolutionary, evolutionary wise, we are made to be selfish and bad people. No, no, I mean, that's not what you say. That just means before you were able to think morally, you have to had to survive first. Like first you had to actually be able to run away from like predators. And only then you were like, huh, okay, so now all of us survived. Um, maybe not kill each other? Would, is, that, is there anybody who's voting for that? Oh, that, that guy not? Oh, all right, okay, then, then kill him. So, so we are capable of moral thinking. I think the only thing is that first, of course, you need to survive, and then you can think morally. It's the same if, you, if you're hungry and you have nothing to eat. Of course, you cannot really worry about the global climate change. Okay, exactly. So that's 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 my point. I'm not saying that we cannot think morally. My point is that at the end, sorry, in the end, we are selfish. That's basic. Like yes, if you have if you give someone a tray of food, they of course there's a good chance he's going to share it with the person <laughs> person beside him. But if it's apocalypse and you only have one fucking orange, you bet I'm not going to give it to the person next to me. I don't know. Actually, like uh, coming from from suicide to the Holocaust, um, great, great, wow. great transition. No, 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 but don't there, go there. There are like man. stories about Holocaust survivors in concentration camps, and where like you really had they had to endure the most level of suffering a human can actually be, and still at these kind of darkest, darkest places, there are countless stories of actually people trying to help each other out, sharing the bare minimum of food they had, like. Uh, I I know that there was a priest or something, and he um, refused to to eat and gave all his food, which was really not a lot, to uh, children, for example. And there are like a lot of these kind of stories. So I think you're wrong. I think yes, there are bad people, and yes, there are selfish people, and yes, if you're really in a life to death situation, um, people will be selfish sometimes. But that still means even in the most darkest situations, there's always going to be some. Uh, left yes left, okay left in you i agree but but there is a big but here uh i just don't believe in the percentages that you are saying i believe yes even in the more stark situation there are going to be people who are selfless but the majority are going to go instinct instinctively instinctively yeah I don't know about that. I didn't say any percentages and I don't know which one is the majority. I would always say it really depends on your surrounding, as I think Fatima said at the beginning. So if you raised in a way that you realize, okay, if being good um, really is um, helping other people and you see that and you actually learn to cooperate with people, you're more likely to also believe in good and also behave good. But if you've had like a shitty life and all of your environment has just caused you pain, yeah, then, or, of course, you will have trust issues, and of course, you will be more selfish, so I don't know which one is the majority, I mean, you, maybe you're right, maybe you're not, I don't really know, and it doesn't really make sense to speculate on that. Maybe yeah, what, data. what you're saying actually does make sense. You know what we should do? I know what we should do. Hunger Games? We should create the apocalypse. We should create the apocalypse. There's only one way to know how human species would react. 
we should actually make the apocalypse happen and see what, what happens. What about the Hunger Games? Maybe there are like some steps we could take before going to apocalypse to actually try to verify our hypothesis. But um... <laughs> true, you know, Hunger Games would be a good idea. But uh, there is, it's one of my absolute favorite uh, series, and it, it always bugged me. That why did they like they would be sent to this arena and fight for survival once a year? I think it would be way more effective if they didn't know they're playing the Hunger Games. You know, like they were like, oh, I have been chosen as the tribute and now I have to go inside the infamous arena. How about if they didn't know? Yeah, but, you know, the words tribute and arena usually suggest that someone's going to die. Uh, okay, then the, we could, like, change the name. So not exactly Apocalypse, but an stimulated version when people don't know that they have been put into a Apocalypse So basically situation. what you want to do is make the Hunger Games as a Truman show, you know, where people are just exactly filmed and, oh, I'm just going to drop these deadly weapons here and give you no food and see what happens. <laughs> Who would have thought you would find a crossbow under this bush? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, this, oh, this would be fun, though. Mark, I'm not going to kill you if there is a Hunger Game. Because, I'm you know, very happy that you only will kill me when you want an orange. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm very, uh, yeah. You know, I'm fructose intolerant, so I can't even eat oranges. <laughs> oh, that's oh interesting. Okay. So that, that's probably the main reason why I wouldn't survive uh, uh this is one of the saddest human conditions I've ever heard. No, like, yeah, no, no, no. The thing is that the, exactly fructose intolerance is like exactly one of the saddest human conditions. It's like I can eat poison and survive, like all of you, but if I drink milk, I'm a fart. Sorry, guys, like, eh. exactly. I can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can yeah. survive an apocalypse, but if you give me an orange, I might die. That that would be funny, but no, it's it's uh yeah. So the worst thing, may, maybe if there's a zombie apocalypse and you just eat a lot of oranges and you really start farting a lot, maybe you'll survive this way. Like you, you'll never know. You know the the olfactory region is still connected to your brain, so maybe zombies have a really good smell and they're like, "Whoa, holy shit! What the fuck? Whoa, what's going on here? That's not good. I'm not going to. No, not doing this. I'm out of here." And then they would just go to I don't know Mahan or. Fatima or somebody else might oh, yeah. but if there is a zombie apocalypse i think i probably will die two points one it's because i can run fast but i cannot run run long so i'm gonna probably be eaten and two the thing is that i probably will be a mercenary who just kills zombies for fun and uh, that's not a good thing at one point they're going to just overpower me and kill me I think in every single scenario we talked about so far, the main question is, is there a cause fight worth fighting for? Because like if there's no hope, like what point is there to survive? Like if you're completely on your own, like for example, Will Smith in, uh, what, what, what was the name? I, I Am Legend, yeah. Like for example, if you're really on your own, okay, he at least had a dog, so that's at least something. But you're completely isolated by yourself and you don't know anything like... Yeah, okay, you can kill zombies for fun, but if you do everything you feel like enjoying, then 
yeah, you either accept the meaninglessness of life or you'll be like, well, why, what, what, what am I doing here? So just like we right now. Bro, no, I don't agree, bro. I don't, I don't agree because, you know, you, we say and we joke a lot about, you know, life is empty, life is dark. But the truth of the matter is, if you are actually in that situation, your survival instinct, which does not depend on environment, which does not even depend on you, it's just there. Your survival instinct will wake up. For example, have you seen Castaway with Tom Hanks? It's basically about a, a it's basically a movie uh, about the two story when uh, a guy is uh, from a plane it's in a plane the plane crashes he lands on an island he's alone and I think he's going he will be there alone for five or six years completely alone and except in the last year he had no hope. But the thing is that I think that most humans have this, all humans really, have this survival instinct that will tell them you have to live, you have to live. And it's not like, oh, life is hopeless, I'm going to kill myself. No, we all have that instinct that says, no, we want to live. Yeah, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I didn't say that. And that's also what I don't mean. But I don't think it's necessarily survival instinct. It's whether the real question is, can you create your own meaning in life? Like if we assume there is no bigger purpose to life which some people believe in and that gives them purpose in life but if you're really at the position that you have to search for meaning in life by yourself because nobody is giving you that meaning uh, that means you kind of have to figure out a way how to accept this meaninglessness and find your own meaning by your own actions and then of course even if i'm completely on my own at an island but I feel like, okay, I have enough food, I have enough water, I can still do stuff and I don't have the feeling to, okay, even if I don't have hope of me getting uh, getting somebody saving me, I could still have a relatively good life, maybe. Like, the question is, can you create meaning for yourself? I mean, I do, I do hope that you can. Who knows, maybe if an apocalypse actually happens... My survival instincts will just kick out and I'll fight for my life. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, can I ask a question? Like, literally, I this is a genuine question. For me, when you say the meaning of life, honestly speaking, I don't have a certain meaning of life. And I, I don't think there is one. Like, I just have things, have I don't have an end goal in love. I just have things to enjoy. I I know that this goal, if I reach it, gives me enjoyment. So I just constantly try to reach it. And if I reach it, I will set new goals. There is no grand meaning in life. Like, I, if I do this, I will be ultimately happy. I think you just have to go one step by one, step by step doing what you like. At least that's, that is how it is for me. I don't know about you guys. That's what I'm asking. Like, is it the same for you? Like, do you have exactly. this grand thing exactly. that you want to... No, 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 no. It's people think like, okay, oh, what is the meaning of life? Give me the answer. Like they would want somebody to present them like, okay, this is what you should do. And then you're happy. Like there's also a lot of books trying to sell this kind of bullshit idea. So, but that's not how it works. Exactly as you say, you need to find your own goals and try to achieve them and find joy on the way there. Like life is full of suffering and full of shit. But it's also full of positivity and full of nice friendships, relationships, 
general achievements that you feel like and it really depends on 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 you and your goals and what you try to complete there's always going to be a feeling of emptiness some somewhere but that doesn't stop you from still being happy sometimes and still if you have these goals just do something or, or try to look for something you're passionate about and then um go for it and if you just go for new goals like in 200 years nothing matters like we're all dead and probably also everybody we knew so um why not just try to do your best and have this one chance and try to do whatever you would like to do and um yeah. yeah same same for me i can never think of anything grand in my life to fulfill and then be like that's it it's just cool shit that happens in the way happiness doesn't work the way that you like oh okay now i achieved happiness and i'm just happy like that's that it's no it will also go away again like if you buy something great for example yeah you're going to be happy for the moment but then after like a couple of days or weeks or months you get used to it and that's just how the human life works and human psychology works there always has to be also ups and downs but this is just generic like really generic life advice i think from every single self-help guru book but it's some parts of it is really true like um, that's just how it is so yeah should we still keep on talking about apocalypse? No, or, I think um... that's that was actually a pretty good conversation. The atmosphere is so spiritual right now. I cannot think about any more guts and blood. Okay, guys, this was so much fun. I think this was one of our best episodes. Mark, you are a wonderful guest. Thank you very much. I think we had a very uh, kind of strange, a bit sad, and very surprising information in this episode but in general it was very good as always thank you guys for listening uh if you have any comments any suggestions please reach us and at our instagram handles we are going to also shout out mark because we didn't have money to pay him uh thank you very much and uh Fatima, any last words I, i'm i'm trying to not talk about the surprising facts you discovered about me <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's fun. It, these are the things that I, I think should be talked about. I'm glad we have this platform to talk about it. Also, thank you a lot, Mark, for being our guest today. It's cool. It's, al- it's always cool to talk to you. And I think you're a pretty cool guy. So it's always a delight. The conversations are always a delight. If you have like any last statements you want to make, anything you want to plug, anything you want to talk about, you have as long as you want. Go on. Why is the media always so negative? Really? Because, because it's called the press. Thanks <laughs> 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 for having me. Appreciate it. Goodbye. That joke was so bad that it was so good. Okay, guys, uh, again... For the last time, thank you for listening. And as always, have a good morning, afternoon, and evening. Bye.